Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another Messy Mom Bun Monday. I'm here with Trisha. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited, too. After it took, like, rescheduling, like, <laughs> this is, like, the third time, something like that. Thank yeah, exactly. You it's mom life. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I didn't mind, honestly, because, you know, when you were texting me, I was, like, in the middle of, like, oh, my God, I totally forgot that I have to do this, and then you were like, oh, I want to reschedule, I was like, oh, great, okay, perfect, we'll do it tomorrow, you know, so. Sometimes I feel like the universe does that on purpose, and, like, see, I was so stressed out, because I was like, this is such a big thing, like, it's been a little while since I've done any sort of, like, podcasting or anything, so... I'm like nervous about this and then I had sick kids and stuff. So I'm really glad that it ended up like working out and I didn't have to try to like fit in doing a podcast while I've got six screaming kids. Oh, <laughs> so, me, me and you, glad you it worked girl. Out. <laughs> me and you both girl. You know what? It's yeah. funny because uh, Xander had just went down for a nap and I was like, oh man, I hope she doesn't reschedule. I was like, oh, this is like so perfect. My husband's home. So if he wakes up, Nick's got him, you know, and, and this perfect. is like, I never get alone time, not like away from the husband it's always like one or the other so this is nice for me too i'm so excited i'm so excited um because you have some big stuff going on right now you know you just went through a really big win you went through a huge win yes yeah i did it was like a two-year-long custody battle basically um i went through my divorce and we had custody kind of went through that and everything went across just basically as a straight across 50 50 and so we went through a year of me hoping that the 50-50 custody and parenting time was going to work out, um, but that really wasn't what was best for our kids at all. This might be for a lot of struggles. And um, so we went through another giant round of custody battle, and um, everything went across basically as I asked for. I mean, there was a couple of little things here and there, like little detailed things, but not a big deal. Um, but it, right. all around, the, the parenting time and the custody went across as I asked for, and I think was best for our kids and um yeah so that's been huge I've right been yeah to like still like yeah you sound a little winded I would be yeah oh, <laughs> yeah that sounds like a marathon but okay so yeah. and for listeners who don't know so I know Trish personally love her to death she's a magic thank person. you honestly <laughs> you know I'll take um, it and so you know Trish has been doing the uh co-parenting thing what for a while now I feel like like for Three, two, yeah, three, about three years. So yeah. my ex-husband and I originally separated when Amelia, my daughter, my only daughter, was about two weeks old. We originally separated. So, and we've gone through wow. a lot of, like, we have sometimes that we're co-parenting fantastically, and sometimes that we're really not. So we have lots of ups and downs. What? It's not perfect? What do you mean? <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> No, I wish it was, though. <laughs> <laughs> why can't everybody just love each other and get along? <laughs> right. Like, why can't we just smoke a little weed and just, like, not yell at each other and fight and be like, you know what? Yeah, we should probably just do this because right? this is, like, the obvious option. I don't understand. I I, whether it's you're the woman or the man, because I'm a child of divorce, and my yeah. parents did not co-parent well at all. Like, it, they were mm-hmm. horrible. But, like, I can tell by your Facebook post. So for anybody who has not followed and subscribed, you should, because we're going to get into all about Trisha's podcast as well. But for right now, I'm going to tell you about her Facebook. She tends to keep us all kind of updated without being like bitchy or braggy or like, you know, it's just a very like, hey, this is an update of my life. 
just yeah. what you guys wanted to know. <laughs> and it's and it's so great. It's so transparent and it's so like, wow, she is like she's actually going through this and like you have the text messages to show and the paperwork and like and it's so educating. And I love that because I don't feel like you're trying to cause drama, but you're like, no, I'm not backing down and this is why. This is real life. You know, yeah, like this I, is real life and this is actually happening and I won't allow it. Like no more. For you know, sure. So I'm so think, proud of you for that. Thank you. Thank and you. you it's hard to try to find that balance. It really is. Like, because I want to be able to be real and transparent and honest. And like, sometimes it is hard being so open and honest. Right. But at the same time, it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to find the balance there. But I just, I think that what's helped me find so much of the strength is the people who have been so open and honest with me and like, just on social media. And then I can reach out to them on messenger text messaging whatever but i feel like when we're not open and honest and we try to just live this fake life on social media yeah. that other people struggle because they don't see the real things that are happening behind the scenes yes uh ding 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 queen yeah. yes that is so <laughs> yes i love that that's so powerful though it's so true mm-hmm. um because that, well and that's the whole reason why i wanted you on the podcast as well because not only are you not fake in the sense of like, I'm gonna post things on social media to get attention, because you're not that way. You're very factual to the point. And you usually, when you respond to other comments, it's never like out of any rudeness. Like it's always met with like something positive. And that's something to be taken away because that's not fake either. Having to like take criticism because you want people to know the whole story. So you have to be willing to let people weigh in on that too. And so I think you're a serious champ. like. You Thank really you. are, and it's so nice to see that you are also a parent who's trying to actually make the co-parenting work, and you're not yeah. like, giving in, like, oh my god, he's such a psycho, you know, like, he's like, I like, I think, too, I like, and you had mentioned having to, like, take criticism and stuff, too, I think that that's been one of my big things, also, is that I do want the criticism sometimes, because I know that I'm not perfect, and, like, I love your side of things because you are a child of divorce. I'm not a child of divorce. My parents have been married for 30-some-odd years. And, like, so I don't necessarily have that side of things. So I've wanted Oh, wow. Say, I didn't know so, that. So, like, I do have to take things. Sometimes, sometimes people say things. And it kind of makes me do the whole, like, well, okay, maybe I am doing something wrong here. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I think that that's important also, being able to see all sides of things. Because I, I want to be able to do things in the best interest of my kids. And sometimes I don't always have their point of view also. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I mean, at the end of the day, uh, my point of view as, like, a child in their eyes is you're, like, just like Sawyer. He just called you the other night when he was at his dad, right? It was Sawyer. Mm-hmm. He yeah. called you while, while he was at his dad's because, you know, like, you are his safe place. And to think, you know... It's not like you dropped the kids off and hoped that they would call you and want you to come get them. You know, like, that's not ever what you're hoping for. Like, you just want them to have a good time and to be safe and to enjoy their dad and hope that he's not saying dumb shit about Mm -hmm. things that they really don't need to know about. You know, so as a child of divorce, because really my other relative, my siblings, um, they're all half. I'm an only child. So I'm the only one who grew up with separate houses um so it was really weird like living with kids whose parents weren't divorced and but i but my parents were divorced so like it was like never fit in it's kind of weird so for you to go out of your way 
to make sure that the kids have a safe place where they don't feel weird, where it's like things are normal. Like to have that place, because I didn't have that at either place. Gotcha. Because they were always fighting. Everybody was always fighting. Everybody was always fighting. You know, and, but you're very like, because I have seen, you know, I have obviously seen, I've been to your guys' house before at one point. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you guys are like crazy or anything, but things can get very, ugh, like there's so many kids. There's so many personalities. There's There's so much going on. How do you, like, I guess, what advice would you give to moms who are going in to multiples in general? And they, whether they're single moms or moms with a partner. Yeah. Um, advice? So I feel like I struggle a lot because I want my kids to be them and be who they are um, and have their personalities. And I want them to be able to say no and stand up for themselves. But at the same time, like I want them to be respecting other people around them. And um, so we, we really have to find that, that middle ground and that balance of things. Um, but like, I think one of my biggest things is I want our house to be our safe space. And so I try to remind them constantly that if you wouldn't want other people to be treating you like that, then you shouldn't be treating them like that. And so we really like live the golden rule a lot. And I'm constantly having to remind them of that. But I think that that takes a lot on my part also of me having to set up boundaries also and not let them walk all over me. So yeah. I have to be able to show that initial thing of, hey, if you're not wanting other people to treat you like that, I can't allow them to be disrespectful to me either. And I think that that's one thing that, like, I see a lot of times with parents is it's really easy to take all of your kids' shit, basically, and just take it and take it and take it and take it. But then my kids are not going to be following that with anybody else. So I think um, all of us being able to have our own boundaries is really important. Um, And consistency, having that consistency, and that consistency while co-parenting and kids going back and forth is rough. Yeah. Like, I think I... Do you have, like, different... Do you have, like, different disciplines for different kids? Like, when it's, like, I a do, yeah. You know, yeah, like, for sure, I do. You do? Um, I do, yeah. Like, That's crazy. I couldn't say Like, um, nothing's the same with them. And, like, okay, so right now we're trying to do rewards. And so I just bought, like, a chart on Amazon that is, like, they have certain things they're supposed to do every single day, and then they get a star on it. And once they reach a certain amount of stars, then they'll get a treat. So I had it set at they have to get up 35 stars to be able to get their treat. That sounds totally obtainable. Last week, the only one that got them was, and mind you, they were all sick also, but the only one that got it was Emerson, my oldest. Yeah. I'm looking at it, and Sawyer, my five-year-old, only had like three stars. And I'm like, okay, I don't think that the ADHD kid, the kid with with ADHD, like I I don't mean to label them. For having three stars. that has ADHD. Yeah, the thirty-five stars is really that obtainable for the first week of doing this. Yeah, that's I fair. Think I need to, like, <laughs> lower this to probably like ten stars. So I think this week his goal is going to be at ten stars. His brothers is still going to be at thirty-five stars because I know that he's completely and absolutely fine doing that. Like he yeah. can focus and pay attention to all of his tasks to be able to earn his stars. Sawyer, I think that that ten stars is going to be huge for him. Yeah. So I know I'm going to hear the whole, that's not fair, da 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 da. And so I'm going to have to go into this with, hey, life's not fair. Like, we all have to have different things. That means that there's different disciplines. That means that there's different awards. There's different things that, like, I hold each kid accountable for what I know they're able to do, not what I think is necessarily fair. Right. So um, I hear a lot of these not fairs, though. 
but I'm sure. Well, I'm sure because you have you have all ranges of the spectrum. You have little sweet Holden, mm -hmm. who's a yes. year, right? He just turned a year old. Oh, yeah, that's crazy! No, I know that's insane to me. That's crazy. So he toddles back and forth between like baby and toddler. Sometimes he still feels like my little baby, like little bitty baby, and other times he's like he's almost toddler now. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's crazy! He's so freaking cute. Well, then you have you have Amelia, who's like she's yeah. three, two. She's three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. She's three. three. Yeah. And so she is living her three and three major years right now. Three major years, dude. She is oh sassy. Gosh, yeah. She's the only. She is you with blonde hair. She, <laughs> she has like, those boys wrapped around her finger, and she'll be like, "Those boys come on." Like, she like runs everything. She's like little mini girl boss. Oh, she's, she's yeah. awesome. I love Amelia. And she's always like, look at my skirt. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so stylish. She's she a is. force to be reckoned with. I love it. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Most of the time I do. Yeah, and you've had home. Uh, well, okay. And then you have, don't. and then is it Sawyer? Sawyer, yes. And then it's. Uh, and then. You want to guess? Or. <laughs> it all starts with an A. And an E. E! Uh, yeah. Emerson. Right. Yes, Emerson. Yes. Yep. I was like, and I know e. it. I swear, I've only met him a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you had them all natural? Did you have those all I did. Yeah, I had all of them. I've had unmedicated. Um, Emerson was, like, I, I'd had to have some medication to kind of induce. I use like the prostate and gels and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh but um, all of them have been like unmedicated, like with pain medication, and then two of them have been home births. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 And I'm honestly, I'll probably have you back on the podcast again as like a part two because like you have a lot of really interesting stories when it comes to I random knowledge. Yeah. Like not only <laughs> random knowledge, but like your births are like nuts because you have, have the rare disorder and like. With the hyperacis um, yeah. yeah, and it's that's like I feel like that would be such a fun just episode in general to focus on that stuff and kind of how you got through cool. all that stuff. But so so yeah, tune in for part two, guys. All um, right. So also, I wanted to talk about too. So you know, not only have we talked about like core and how big of the struggle that can be, but you've kind of just like mm -hmm. powered through it. And you know, you've had to move out of your house you had to get a yeah, car yeah. you had like you have had to go through some serious and i mean like serious like we don't have a place to stay and you put yeah it, the past couple months have been oh my crazy. Yeah, i was just like, been, like completely starting fresh starting over again but really gaining my own independence um a hundred percent now um yeah. yeah it's just like the was it November through now have kind of just been sole survival. Like had yeah. to move out, really become single mom again. Um, back with my parents for a little while, we'll get back on my feet, but then hopefully this month we'll be moving into our own apartments. Yeah. Going back to work after being a single mom. Like so just complete fresh starts. That sometimes that's the best place to be is just all starting fresh. Right. Well and you're only like twenty seven, aren't you? I'm 29 now, actually. 29? Yeah, oh! I'm 30 this year. Dirty 30 this year. Yes, I'm going to come out just to see you for your dirty 30. I think I want to do a Vegas trip. So maybe we'll do like Wait, a I can meet you there. That's a Vegas trip. Yes, yes, that will be <laughs> so fun. Weekend. 
job. So not only were you yeah. like figuring all this shit out, and you were like you had ju- and this is the thing. So she won this court battle, right? After all these years of like really working hard and just staying good and following the rules when it comes to court because it's very specific. Um, she also had to do all this. Uh, she got, she won, and then she yeah. immediately was like, "Oh, okay, well, I'm having to move out of this house, and now I have to get a car, and now I have to get a job, and like, yeah. and all yeah. these things." And you just like knocked it out, knocked it out, knocked it out, like one after the other. I, it was, I was so on a roll. Awesome. <laughs> so awesome. But how how yeah. how scary was it for you to be like, "Oh my gosh, like I'm about to start a new job," and it's like. This has got to be it. Like, I kind of, like, this is like a make or break kind of moment. So I feel like I I got to a point um, that there was just some things happening in my life due to um, just, like, it's rough being in a relationship with somebody who deals with mental illness and substance abuse. And it's very up and down. And I think anybody who, who has been in a relationship with somebody that deals with mental illness and substance abuse knows how up and down it is. And it got to a point that... Um, I just didn't feel that it was going to be going anywhere except down until that other person made very, very significant different choices. So right. I was kind of at a place, but I knew that I just had to like hold my breath and just jump and do everything. Yeah. And so I did it. Finally, I just, I held my breath and I jumped and I jumped through every single one of those hoops that I needed to jump through in order to get my life back to where it needed to be and find my independence again. Um, but it was one of those things that it was like, almost like if you're, you're doing like a, a zip line or something probably, or like riding a roller coaster or something, you know, it's coming. You just, yeah. And just go for you're it. Like, ah! Yeah. Yes. Well, how do you feel? Um, I'm, some days are rough. Some days are really rough. I'm tired. It's really hard, but I honestly, I feel like I'm more empowered and feel more on top, on top of the world. Um, that I felt in a long time. It feels good to be finding um, finding my own independence yeah. and living my truth again um, and just finding all of my hopes and dreams and everything that I'm wanting to do and just going with it and focusing on me and my kids. Um, yeah, and, and you're starting your podcast back up because you did yes. take a break. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yes, she has a podcast, folks. I will link it in the description. Don't you worry. Sweet. Yeah. Um. So my uh, podcast, um, I have a co-host also, and it's called Moms on High. So it's all about um, normalizing cannabis use. Moms normalizing cannabis use. Um, whether for medical marijuana patients, right? What was that? For medical marijuana patients or just, like, in general? In general, normalizing it. it in general. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it needs Preach to be... Preach it, girl! Yes, it needs to be just as acceptable for moms to be able to go smoke a joint as it is to be drinking a glass of wine. Hands down. 100%. And, I agree. And I just like, smoked right before this and I feel just fine. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> I feel just fine. And sometimes I get wine instead and it's the same thing, quite literally. Mm-hmm. I sit in my chair. I'm not going out anywhere. My son is asleep. Yeah. I'm just going to enjoy some time. We have to take care of us, too. Yes. We do. And just because you become a mom doesn't mean that you have to give up on all those things. And in order to be the best mom that we can be, sometimes that means that we need to take a break and, break and take care of us also. Sometimes it means so. you got to fill up the bubble bath. Put in some yes. glow sticks so it's all glowy and awesome. Ooh, and you gotta light so up fun. a joint sometimes. Yes. Exactly. exactly. And, and yes. light some candles. That incense is yeah. great. 
bring my computer in there. There's like lights and shit going off. It's awesome. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Maybe I'll own. bring in a snack, like a sandwich or something. Yes. I don't know. I uh, but yeah, I just I love love your podcast for one. And I Thank knew you. that you guys did take a break, but um, if you haven't gone yeah. on Facebook, you should because there's they're also a Facebook page. Uh, they are a group, so it's like Moms on High, right? And yeah, uh, yeah, I believe, yeah. is it a public group or is it private? No, so it's a private group. So awesome. um, there's questions in it also to make sure that it's safe and to make sure that it's just moms and it's all people who are supportive of cannabis use. That way we can be asking questions and sharing things in a safe space. Right. But then we do have our public Facebook page, which we post things on. We're trying to post a little bit more frequently. Um, and then all our past episodes and videos have been on there. There's quite a few videos. Um, we are starting our new season up on 4 of 2020 because why not? Nice! <laughs> yes! <laughs> why not? Fuck yeah! So we'll, we'll, these episodes will be on um, on Spotify and Apple this time as well. So we're going, oh, going so awesome. home now. <laughs> Hell yeah! I love that. That's so awesome. You know what I love about this interview too, right? So did you notice that, like, when you first started talking, it sounded like you were, like, like running a race, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't even catch my breath. And, like, now that you've, like, let go of no, I sat stuff, down for a couple minutes. like, all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I feel good, and that's what I love about this podcast. I love that you come on here and that you're vulnerable, but at the same time so strong because you're vulnerable. And you're like, this is real life. This is what's going on, but I am getting through it. You know, and I'm yeah. so proud of you, and I'm so happy you that you're, you're enjoying your new job. You know, thank goodness. They yeah, like yeah, you're really it's, well there. It's good. Yeah, it's a good job. Like, it's a good company. It's like, um, it's just doing customer service, but I'm learning a lot. Like, I want to own my own business and run my own women empire. Yes. I kind of need to start at the bottom and figure out how to give good customer service and how all the customer service works. Yeah, so I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying learning more, and then I can work my way up. <laughs> I love that. Well, yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I'm thank so you excited. so much for having me. Yeah. So yeah. my last thing that I always like to end on is like, what piece of life advice or like something that you just want to say in general to close out this episode? Like, what do you want to let all these beautiful moms know? We see. I know. Okay, so I think one of the things that I have learned the most right now is to just breathe and take a couple minutes and like recenter yourself especially when things feel so chaotic and crazy even with your kids pull into your house before you grab your kids out of their car seats and go back into the house literally just sit there set a timer for one minute and just focus on your breathing it's one minute and that centers yourself back down to where you feel like you can actually do it again because things do feel so chaotic and crazy but you can control yourself and if you can start with controlling your own breath you can control anything Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. Okay. You heard it from Trish. You heard it. She is great. I'm going to link her Facebook uh, channel down below. She's super awesome. awesome. I'm so happy that I had you. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank the you so much for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Tune in for next week. We are going to have Hannah Holman on. She is going to be our furry mom on next Monday's episode. So tune in for next week and we will see Trish for part two. And uh, we'll get a little bit more juicier tea on all that fun illness stuff. (laughs) It sounds like a blast. (laughs) It's going to be a great time. Um, So I hope you have a good rest of your day. And um, you just let me know when 
you want to come back on and we can talk about all that great, great, great stuff. Sounds great. Thank you so much again for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. Okay, Hi. I, I think I paused it. Yeah, I did. Okay.